Local voices, local conversations. NapaBroadcasting.com Thanks for joining us here on NapaBroadcasting.com. Well, there are far bigger races going on in and around Napa County, including a supervisor's race with a great deal at stake, as well as a new assembly member and our own Bill Dodd moving to the state senate. The races for Napa Valley College Board of Trustees continues to command attention, particularly Up Valley, where the demographics are changing, where the Up Valley campus can provide amazingly unique opportunities. The race to fill the seat of longtime and beloved college trustee Joanne Busenbark is in full swing, with community activist and businesswoman Rosora Segura and education activist and newcomer Debbie Alter Starr. It is my pleasure to welcome Rosora Segura here to the program today. Rosora, thanks so much for coming in. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. It's great to have you here. You ran for the seat once before. Talk about what motivated you to, to do this again. Well, you know, the college is a very important institution. It's it's has had a lot of good impact in my immediate family. I want to make sure that my children continue with their education. Uh, and by the same token, you know, if I can make a difference in my child's education, I think that that is going to carry on to to other children or other somebody else's children. So Talk a little bit about the impact that you see directly in, in your kids and in other kids in, in your community, the impact that the college is having on them, the opportunities that it's providing for them. I have two children who are working um, on their education, their core classes, to um, transfer into a four-year college. So, you know, this, this is great. It's, uh, it's financially feasible. They get the same education that they would in in a four year college had they gone there straight. Um, so they're not they don't feel as pressured. They're comfortable closer to home, uh, and they're very confident in that they're going to do very well when they transfer to Cal Davis or mm-hmm. San Diego or. Talk about how important it is to you and, and to people you talk to in your district and, and throughout the valley that Napa Valley College is a Hispanic-serving institution. It It's out there. A lot of the nature of my business, my clients are 99.9% Hispanic. Um, and when they come into my office, we, we regularly talk about education um, and how important it is especially these times and how the valley is changing, uh, education is key. They talk about the wonders that the college does, especially with the trade programs. Um, They talk about the wine and the viticulture programs. Um, You know, not saying that that's the only thing that we're capable of doing, but if we can become winemakers, winery owners, or vineyard owners, I think that's that's where we need to be to get started, and then we can go on to Davis, we can go on to Fresno, we can go anywhere else, uh, or we can work on, on the program itself here and make it stronger, so that there's no need to go to Davis, there's no need to go to Fresno, there's no need to go anywhere else, but we can get the, the practical and the academic education here in the Valley. Talk a little bit about your business and your background for our listeners that don't know. Um, I came to the United States in 72. My father uh, established himself here in the, in the Napa Valley in the mid-1950s, uh, 56 to be more correct. Um, 
you know, but when he started coming to the United States, he came under the Bracero program. Um, he uh, worked throughout the Midwest in anything agricultural. He also worked in, in the railroad tracks. Um, so when he finally settled in the Napa Valley, I can see why, even though it wasn't as beautiful as it is now, but it created opportunities for him. Um, he brought two of his children in, in 68. Um, my mother and three brothers and I came in 72, and I can say this is where I settled. I left the valley for four years, but I'm back, and I don't want to leave. It's it's beautiful. It's created wonderful opportunities for me. I'm very close to um, the community I serve. Um, you know, when I started my immigration business, it, it, I help uh, dad. Then dad brought his family. Now I'm helping uh, the son, bringing his wife, and um, it, it's very satisfactory. And I wouldn't do it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about what you think the challenges for the college are. If you were elected to the board, what do you think are some of the problems, some of the issues, some of the challenges that you'll be facing in the next several years? The nature of the beast, and it's a beautiful beast, If I forgive me if I sound redundant, um, there's the resorts that are coming in. Um, we need people who are able to work into the managerial areas of those resorts. Um, and it is true that, you know, there are different parts of the body, there are different parts of the car that need to be in place for it to work. But um, it creates opportunities for for us. It creates op- opportunities to, to be in, um, so hospitality is very important. Short answer, hospitality programs are important. Um, the management, the wine, the food. So, you know, I see the college coming together in that way. Uh, we have a wonderful, the college has a wonderful culinary program. Uh, the viticulture and the enology programs can be made stronger. And I think in order to do that, it, uh, we need to forge those connections with the people with stakeholders, we need to bring them onto the table. Um, but that's a beautiful challenge to have. Because the Upper Valley I- mm-hmm. campus is on my district, I want to make it work. You know, I wish, I see it now, and it's a beautiful campus, and and but it's not being utilized to its capacity. What or, more would you like to see going on up there at the Upper Valley campus? I want to see more, more students. Um, I I want to see it thriving and in, in, in people getting education. Um, I see connections with the wine industry. I see a lot of fundraisers with with the food and the college's wines. Um, but at the same time, and at, by the same token, you know, if we can offer um, non credit classes for for retired, for retired people, um, you know, they're they're definitely a very important part of our of our community. They um, volunteer in classrooms. They volunteer at the library. They volunteer at other places. So, you know, we want to keep them productive. 
Do you think that the college has done an effective enough job in, in reaching out to the broader community, both in your district up Valley and, and in Napa Valley in general? I think that the college has had a, a, lot, of, um, a lot of challenges in the past. What is being done now, it's wonderful, and I think it's, it's, the, it's perfect timing. This is the time where we need to do all those connections, where we need to put our ducks in a row and, and put emphasis into, into that. And um, I think that the rest will work itself out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, at college is not an island. Um, and as beautiful as the valley is, and, you know, we are forced to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Well, talk a little bit about what you see as the role of a, of a trustee on the college board. Um, I see the role of a trustee as somebody who has the student's interest in mind. And I mean that in, in a broader, in a broad sense, in that we should see where we're taking them. Um, and sure, the how is definitely very important, but let's work on the how we're going to get the student there. You know, um, let's as a board, we should try to work together and make sure that the programs that we're offering um, work for for the students. And if they work for the students, it's going to create a very productive community, whether it's in if they stay, they choose to stay in the valley, I'm sure we can find jobs for them. And that's why we need to get those um, relationships going. I'm sure you saw the story that was in the paper recently and actually on one of the local television channels in the Bay Area about exploring the possibility of housing on parts of the campus, affordable housing, student housing, faculty housing, maybe veterans housing, and using some of the property that's here, both to the benefit of of the community and the benefit of the college in terms of a public-private partnership that generates some revenue. Talk a little bit about how you see that and whether you think it's a good idea. I think it's a wonderful idea. I mean, who can afford to live in the Napa Valley? You know, our students are coming from neighboring counties. Um, and even if, if there's a student that lives in Calistoga and wants to come to the Napa College, uh, that's quite a commute, you know, especially if, if he, has, he or she have night classes. Traffic is horrible. And I would rather see that student come to the Napa College as opposed to making the trip over the mountain to, to Santa Rosa. Um, if they had a housing apartments where uh, dorms where they could live and and um, the rent could be worked on, I, th- I think it's wonderful. Our teachers need to live here, you know. If they are they're coming from other counties and they're making that same commute into the valley, it's very stressful to be stuck mm-hmm. in traffic. It's 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 very stressful. So, you know, if they if they live on campus and they're ready to get up and teach, they're going to make a better teacher. A couple of years ago, the college, I guess two years ago now, the college was out with a bond issue that didn't quite make it. It got the majority of votes, but it didn't quite get there in order to pass. Talk about how you saw that at the time and, and whether you think that there may be a good, may be a good idea for to look at another bond issue down the road. Obviously, the public was not ready to vote on that. Um, I think that if the need comes to have another bond issue on the ballots, we need to do a better job in in communicating to the public as to what it is that we want to do. Um, 
infrastructure is important, um, but also technology is also important. And I know that my kids have been taking a lot of online classes. And I know that online classes is not going to take totally the place of classrooms and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, if we're looking two years down the road or even three years down the road, uh, we need to make clear and concise planning as to how that's going to take place. You talked a little bit about the culinary program, the hospitality program. Do you think that there's a danger of attracting people here from outside the community that, that we might make it as a very great destination college, but that it could block some of uh, local residents from having some opportunities? It would be wonderful if we could, you know, that's why we need to get it out in the public of if we're going to have such program, let our students know so that they are the first ones to come and take advantage of the problems, that, the programs that we're offering. Um, you know, I think that there's the CIA and, and, and a lot of the students come to the CIA for their culinary advancement. So, you know, um, that would be something that we would need to really work with the community with. Mm-hmm. so that our students take advantage of it. And finally, talk a little bit about who some of your supporters are. Who are some of the people that are uh, supporting you in this campaign? Uh, the Democratic Central Committee uh, are endorsing me. Um, I am very fortunate in having Roger Trincaro as one of my endorsers, Brian Del Bondio, uh, Bobby Torres, Robert Torres, uh, Pat and Julie Garvey, um, I have behind me Joanne Busenbark, Marianne Mancuso, uh, Michael Baldini, Rafael Rios, um, and other people that escape my mind right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the forces are there. Uh, like I said, I'm very fortunate, and I, I know that I will not let them down. Well, I thank you very much for coming in and spending some time with us. Well, thank you. And if you allow me, I would like to thank, um, you know, the the community for showing a lot of love and support to my brothers and I in very difficult times. Well, thank you. And thank you for having me here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com.